Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready to be energized and have some serious fun. This is the Energetic Education Podcast. Introducing your host, Dale Sidebottom. Welcome to episode number 70 of the podcast. And today we are talking about relationships, building them, keeping them, and just general information on how you can really sustain the best possible relationships in every facet of your life. Now, I'm joined by my really good friend, Fiona, and she shares so many wisdom bombs with you today that you'll be able to take some of these and implement them into your life and also into your classroom. So not only dealing with relationships you have outside of school or in the workforce or wherever, but if you are a teacher, then these are great to be able to handle your students and maybe relationships that you find a little bit more tricky than others. So guys, enjoy. It is a really fun episode. I've taken a lot away from it and I know you will as well. Cheers. Fiona, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Really good, mate. Now, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's, uh, I must admit, it's been a while since we've we've chatted and I've been following your work very closely and I've been super impressed. So how have you been? How are things? Oh, do you know what? Extremely good. Um, in a way of life has just become extremely different. When you um, start actually working from your heart and aligning with your heart's purpose, your whole life completely changes, completely changes. Now, uh, mo- yeah, sorry, I've interrupted you there. You keep going. <laughs> no, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so just change of location, complete change of job. Like it's just life just gets better and better when you live from the heart. Like it's incredible. Yeah, and I one of the reasons that I, I really reached out to you is because I've been listening and uh, to all the videos you've been posting um, about obviously becoming the best possible self you can. And I read one of your um, articles recently on about building relationships and what relationships mean and all these different things that really hit home with me. And I, I just thought it was fascinating. So I wanted to sort of share uh, that message with the listeners out there and um, yeah, get a obviously get a little bit of a better understanding myself by speaking to you directly. So relationships, what to you, what are they for Like, how would you describe a relationship? Is it, is it just obviously having an intimate partner? Is it friends? How do you go into that? Uh, well, relationships, right, everyone has their own meaning to relationships. So it's, for me, relationships are everything, right? For me, they're people, are people are the basis of relationships. So if you don't have the ability to relate to people, how do you even live life, right? So they're in businesses, they're in your relationships, they're in your friendships, and it's about understanding not only them but yourself. So it's the ability to relate to others is actually the ability to relate with self. So if you have an understanding of who you are, it's so easy to be able to relate to others and create harmony in your relationships. And just from my experience and my upbringing of how I've been able to transform my own relationships in my entire life, I've seen how you yourself are a catalyst to those dynamics and when you reflect on yourself and realize how am I co-creating in this in this exchange then you develop empowerment within that in that dynamic yeah that I, I like that and so does that sort of mean and this is one thing that I believe in if, if you're not happy within yourself do, is it possible to have good relationships well it's incredibly challenging to have fulfilled relationships right so if you're not connected to self and you're not loving self then 
basically you only ever attract who you are. So you'll only ever attract people who have met themselves as deeply as you've met you. So if you have certain insecurities or you don't love self, you're actually going to attract people who don't love themselves either. Now, there's a second part to it, though. If you've actually asked the question of how do I love myself more, then that opens up to the idea of inviting someone else who does love themselves into your life to show you how. So this is why like people get into the relationships for all the wrong reasons because they're not connected to who they are. They don't love themselves. So therefore, when they go into a relationship, they go, I need you to feel loved. And if you don't pay me attention, I can't feel loved and therefore I won't love you and I'll leave, right? Having strong relationships is the ability to go, do you know what? I love me. I love you. Let's just have fun together. It's a completely different ball game when you take responsibility for what you have to play in that dynamic. Yeah, and it, do you reckon um, people out there that will continue having maybe issues with friendships, you know, so they'll keep having good friends and then they may have falling out. So there may be a constant thing coming up or in relationships, similar issues come up when they have different partners and so forth. Is is this something that um, comes back to people not wanting to work on themselves or um, that they're not good at building relationships? Is there such thing as that? Yeah, there's a couple of, from my perception anyway, my beliefs, there's a couple of different plays here, right? So it's all the ability to be able to grow. So your relationships are all a reflection of you, right? And this is the thing. People think when there's an argument occurring, right, they're like, no, no, no. They get defensive and they go, no, you have to agree with me, not knowing that everyone is completely different and it's about opening your ears to listening what this other person has to say without putting up a protection barrier and moving away from it. So the challenges with relationships is the inability to understand yourself and others. So if how do I explain this in a bit more detail? Um, if you go say your question again, yeah. So it's basically um, if you are having similar issues with relationships, you know, you're having fallouts with people or friends or similar things keep coming up in different like relationships, intimate relationships. Is there something that is wired inside of you that needs to change or is it um, if you don't do something about it, is that going to continue sort of happening? Is What what else sort of going with? Yeah, absolutely. So this is where people loop in relationships. So they'll get out of a relationship and end up attracting the same one because they haven't learned the lesson, right? So, And these challenges actually come from your upbringing, from your ancestral patterns, from your behaviours that you've been modelling from your parents, right? A lot of your dynamics within your relationships are actually to do with your relationships with your parents and your siblings growing up, right? So, for example, if you've been growing up with an abusive, like this is a very high-level example, an abusive father, right? That's your, in your in your world now, you think that that's love. It embeds into your own subconscious and then when you go out and step into the world and attract a relationship, there's potential for you to attract that abusive relationship because you think subconsciously that's your idea of love. Now, it's up to you in that moment to go, actually, do you know what? I want to change my definition of love. I don't actually agree with this. I need to find someone else who has more of a heartfelt love and I want to move towards that. But what will happen is in your relationships when you've got challenges, you blame the other person and you go, you're making me feel this way. But in essence, actually, that's only to do with you and you attracted that person in the first place. And it's understanding how is this person's behaviour external to me a problem for me? And when you answer that, 
when you ask that question, you open up your mind to a different reality and a different possibility to be able to move towards it within the future. And now I say this to either my clients, my friends, family members or anything, every single relationship can actually work. It's all about those two people in that relationship willing to do the work, willing to come together and go, hey, you triggered me massively. Can you help me through this? Can you support me? Like I feel a disconnection. I feel like you don't... feel like you don't love me. Now, all this terminology, you're getting a reflection now of this person's past, of in the past where they felt complete disconnection to self or complete loss of love to self. So when their partner shows through this person's eyes a disconnection or or unlovability, they want to move away from her or they feel insecure and they 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 feel... like powerless from that amount, from that association. So it's all about when you're in a relationship, it's about working together, going, hey, shit, we've got some stuff to work on from our past. Let's do it together. And when you're able to do that with someone, that's where empowerment lies. That's where there's dynamic in a relationship because everyone has to remember, right, we're all so freaking different. Like we weren't born here to be the same. So our relationships are giving us dynamic. If we had sameness in totality in our relationships, if we liked the same things, if we behaved the same way, if we had the same exact aspirations out of life, how boring would that be? It'd be so boring. So it's all about going, do you know what? We're different and that is so beautiful. How can we complement each other or learn off each other to really grow and live this incredible dynamic life? And that's when your growth in your relationship will occur and you'll stop these looping patterns of being in relationships that are incredibly unfulfilling because if they're unfulfilling, right, that's only to do with self and your perception of it. That's I well. That's I was just sitting back thinking about it, and I and I can look back in previous things in my life, and I can see that, and or even when I was teaching that certain students, I'd have the same issues over and over, and deep down it was because I had an issue, and those students were triggering it, and um, it wasn't until I actually did something about it that it changed. Now that sort of leads me on to, and it sort of flows on nicely from what you were just mentioning there, Fee, but steps to becoming happier and healthier because. I really, I've found in myself that my relationships have got so much better since I've invested time into um, developing myself and becoming happier in everything I do. And that's not by making a certain wage or getting a promotion or things like that. That's generally feeling happier in within myself. Now, do you think that if you do not invest enough time in yourself, then that's also going to reflect in your relationships? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Absolutely right. So my growth as well came from going internal and doing the work of taking responsibility for how I brought myself to the world. I said to myself, look, I want to be that change. So to encounter happiness, you actually have to not so much separate from the world, but just take time to be in with you in a moment of silence. Because when you rely on other people for your happiness, you become so powerless that there is absolutely no no power in in relying on others for your happiness so you do if you really want to realize happiness yes you can have support of others around you but you actually have to take responsibility and say look I need to separate myself for a while and work on myself and again it's not a complete isolation thing or it's just even 15 to 20 minutes a day where you're just with you completely on your own not needing anyone else that's empowerment not needing others for your happiness that's when you can really start living this truly fulfilled life. Yeah, so where you, you're not dependent on other people to make you happy or you need to be around people or get that gratification from other people. I, I can see that and it's, I'm sure people are listening and thinking, wow, I, I actually need that every day. So are there things that um, – I'm a big believer on routines and um, 
constantly working on myself daily with questions and gratitude and play and exercise and so forth like that. Is there anything for people listening out there, Fee, that they could go, right, I can implement this in my day? Is there one simple thing or two simple things that they could go, right, I'm going to try this each day for a week um, and it might improve my overall happiness? Oh, I'm smiling so much right now. I'm so glad you asked that. (laughs) This is the thing, right? People overcomplicate happiness. There is all this shit in the world of saying how to be happy. And I promise you, finding happiness is so simple. And yes, if you're asking for two steps, this is all you need to do. In the morning, meditate for 15 minutes and then do another 15 minutes of writing something about an ideal day or writing right now about what you appreciate in your life. Now, the reason why, right, because there's all these meditations and writing good feelings out there, right, but no one actually tells you why. And I'm going to tell you why right now. So meditation calms the mind. A lot of people at the moment right now are so stressed. Their minds are busy. They're thinking negatively. At the moment, people have been trained by their parents, unfortunately, to think negatively. And now not people, people don't realize that your thoughts are actually energy. So if you're thinking negative, right, they have a reaction in the hormones of your brain and it flushes through your whole system. It drives your emotion, therefore your behavior. So this is all about rewiring your mind to think positive. And it's all about changing the neurological pathways, right, the, the focus within others and in self. And so by meditating, it stops thought completely and it allows you to naturally bob back up to surface because in essence, right, we are pure positive energy. So we are pure happiness, right, and it's about coming back to that. And so when we stop thought completely, we just resurface to that feeling of presenceness and peace. And so from there, from that place of calmness, when you start writing down your appreciation, right, because thoughts are energy, if you build up a momentum of positive thought, because every 16 seconds, it has what I, the easiest way to describe it is like a chemical reaction, right? You attract another thought on that same frequencies level to it. So if you do that over and over for 68 seconds and then five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I promise you, if you do this every single day, you're going to start feeling more and more good. And this is just simple, a simple thing of 15 minutes meditation, 15 minutes of writing, right? Because when you write, it activates your focusing mechanism in your brain, which is your reticular activation system, and builds up this energy of momentum in your entire body. It makes you feel good. And from that place now, right, you can start attracting more good things into your life. And this is why all your incredible, successful people, I guarantee you, read Tim Ferriss's book. I think it's, what's it called? <laughs> Tools of Titans, right? Well, I'm tri- sure you've tri- read it. Tribe of Mentors is uh, his, yeah. la- his latest one, yep. I haven't read that one, but you'll, you'll recognize patterns in all successful people, all, and I mean all uh, happy, joyful, connected people, right? They have a morning routine because they know the power of their energy. They know the power of momentum. They know the power of focus. If you start your day with a clear mind, build up and play with your energy and build it up positivity into the joyful element, right? You're going to attract more things to your day based on that frequency. And then through your day, you just start noticing the little things that are like amazing, like birds or great conversations. And I promise you every single day, even after a week of doing this, your life will completely change. And that's for free. You don't, it's completely for free right? All the material is out there. One Giant Mind is a fantastic meditation app that has a free seven-day meditation and even a free month meditation. It doesn't cost anything. All you do is sit on there every day for 15 minutes doing your best to calm your mind and, and be okay with the thoughts and just let them come and go. 
Because another thing people don't realize is the state you fall asleep in is the state you wake up in. Now, whatever your beliefs are about where we go when we slumber, when we sleep, right, essentially we stop our energy, right? We stop our momentum. But when we wake up in the morning, we then start downloading all the thoughts we had from the prior day. We start thinking about the past. We start thinking about the future. And then we start getting stressed or anxious even at the start of the day. So that's your time. When you wake up, there is a period of time where there's no thought. And so if you meditate and clear it completely, you stop the momentum from the past. And you do that every single day and you will notice a significant difference in your life. Because another thing is people don't realise, right, and this is going to be a challenging concept to grasp, but there's no such thing as past or future. There's only now. So when you think about the worries of the past, right, where that's where more depression is or the anxiety from the fear of the future, right, you're actually bringing those thought processes and observations into your current reality now. It affects your state now. It affects your vibration now and attracts events that are going to match how you're feeling, right? Because it's evident, whatever you're attracting in your life, it's based on how you're feeling. If you feel like shit, you'll notice it in your life. Every single day, life will present you with opportunities to keep that that feeling up. Or if you're feeling good, life always works out for you. There's no traffic, there's alignment, right? And it's getting people to really understand the connection between negative thoughts, negative feelings, positive thoughts, positive feelings, and how that actually infiltrates through their life. So again, the two things, just meditate and write about what you're appreciating right now and you do this every single day for a week, for two weeks, for three weeks, your whole life changes. I do this every day and this is how I stay so joyously happy as for as much as I can. Well, I, I love that. And, and for people out there, and I get, um, I, I also start my day with a similar thing. And I also finish my day um, with a bit of reflection as well, with a bit of gratitude and so forth like that, which again, it doesn't cost anything. But um, one thing that I've had a lot of questions about lately is meditation. And this was something mm. that, um, Faye, that I struggled with for a while because I thought I was no good at it. But the more I do it, and I only only complete a five or a 10 minute one, and, and that's enough for me at the moment. But um, I always thought, <laughs> I always thought I was no good at it, but then I spoke to somebody about it and they actually said, it's not that you're no good at it. Even if your mind does trigger off or it thinks about something got to do or whatever, you can always bring it back. And there's no such thing as not being any good at it. You're actually working on it. And while you're in that state, you are still shutting your mind off and million thoughts aren't going like through it. And you're allowing yourself to just be calm and present in your own body. So is is there tips out there for people that may, um, because I try and say to them, look, I'm, my mind goes a million miles an hour and I'm all over the shop, high energy, but I can still meditate. I may not be the best at it, but um, I still do it. Is there, is there other tips or advice that you have for people that may feel the same about meditation, Fee? Yeah, absolutely. I, all I say is please be kind to yourself about this. When I started meditating, right, my, my mind was so busy. I had anxiety. I didn't love myself. I was stressed. Everything was so chaotic in my life. And I had heard over and over again about meditation and the benefits of it. And I went, you know what? what, what harm is there, right? And I'd go into it and I'd sit there and my mind would be racing and I'd want to just leave the room out and just be like, I can't do this, I can't do this. And I went, no, 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 just keep going, Fee, just keep going. And in time, because I was kind to myself, I didn't judge myself, right? There was no expectation from anyone to go, no, no, this is specifically how you meditate. There's no such thing. This is all about you being present with you and going, do you know what? I'm going to do the best I can today. If I come out of that, my mind's still racing, I'm going to say to myself, it's all good. 
I love myself and I'm doing the best I can and I'm going to try, I'm going to do better tomorrow and I'll have slight improvements. And when you take that approach, I promise you in being kind to yourself about it, your mind will automatically start clearing and there will get to a point, I promise you, if you keep doing this, because this is all about repetition, right? It's like practicing a sport, right? You have to keep going. You have to keep building up your momentum around it and your skill base around it. Meditation is very different. You know, it's even like riding a bike, right? When you, when you teach a child to ride a bike, you, you dummy, right? Get back on, right? There's nothing like that. There's, there's love. There's appreciation. There's, no, no, honey, you've got this. Keep going. Keep going. You've got this. And all of a sudden, they're riding so effortlessly on this bike. Meditation is no different. It's going, saying that to yourself, going, you know what? I've got this. I'm going to do better. I'm going to keep getting up. I'm going to keep practicing. I'm going to keep practicing. And I know in time I'm going to get better. And when you focus and you say, I know there's going to be a point where my mind's just going to completely clear and I'm going to feel so amazing. And when you get, you'll know when you get to that point because you feel this detachment from the world and it feels so freaking amazing. And you get there because you've been kind to yourself through that whole process. Yeah, I love the the bike analogy because I think people these days just expect to be good at things, you know, like everything's so accessible and it's so easy. Whereas remember back when we were a kid, we didn't just get on the bike and start doing a mono or riding down no hands or things like that. There was a slow process. It was with our parents, with training wheels and so forth. And and that's what I've started to realize with meditation that um, I may still have somebody holding the bike and training wheels on, but I am still trying. So I think that's great advice for people out there as well now you've mentioned so many awesome things there is is there anything that people may be able to just take away as well if they're with their relationships is there a couple of different things that you could do maybe with a loved one or a friend or something that um could make that relationship stronger or better or or do something for them yeah do you know do you know what the biggest thing is now what's happening lately is you know, there's a lot of women in empowerment, right? Like, and there's like, oh, women are stepping up. But it's actually, when they say, you know, it's the rise of the feminine. And I say, actually, it's the rise of the feminine in all, right? So what my point here is the feminine is all about expression, right? It's all about communication. It's all about the biggest thing. If you want these deep, meaningful relationships, intimate relationships, you've got to start talking to each other about how you're feeling, Honestly, there are so many unfulfilled relationships because each individual is keeping to themselves how they actually feel and therefore going on this autopilot blaming. But if you take the time with no defense around you, no guard, but pure vulnerability going, hey, honey, can we just have a chat? I really want to I really want to let you know how I'm feeling. Now, at the same time, you have to acknowledge what comes up within you when someone says that to you. And if you start getting like, oh, my God, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how to express right lean into that because a lot of people don't know how to express yet because they haven't been taught how because their parents didn't know how to express so it's an opportunity for them to step into their vulnerability with their partner and go hey let's just let's take on this challenge together and really really start expressing how we feel in this relationship because when people start opening up I promise you people will say to their partner oh my god I had no idea you were feeling that way Communication is everything in a relationship. That is why I have the most filled friendships, the filled relationship, whether it's work, friendships or intimacy, right, is because there's absolute open communication. Because how, how can you move through life if you're not knowing how this other person's feeling? Get to know your partner. Get to know the love languages, right? If you want a successful relationship, look into five love languages. There's a book about it. 
I think there's only actually there's only actually three and it's based on like three of your senses, but that's a great way to start actually getting to know your partner about what their needs are. So the biggest thing you can do for them is research their love language. Do they like being touched? Do they like being vocally told how how much you love them or do they like gifts? Right? Do they like being sh- that is their, that their love language? And when you have the ability to understand what their needs are, that's when fulfillment can actually come about because it's no longer about you but it's about each other. Wow, I, that's that is such a it's such a simple thing to say communication and but I think that's one of the the last things that happens because people don't communicate when they're not feeling well they build it up they build it up and then I call it the volcano it erupts and big fight ends up and that's when relationships get burnt so I, I think that's really really fantastic it, it's so simple um, but it's something that people can always work on and and again with the meditation the vision setting your day up things you're grateful for I love all of that Fiona now. For people listening along at home, where can we find out more about you? Because I've loved everything you've mentioned today and I'm sure people would love to read some of your articles and listen to other videos you've done and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. So at the moment I just have my Facebook page, which is Fiona Marie Co with a full stop at the end. Now I'll be, I'm in the process of building a website with a database where all my articles and videos are. So that'll eventually, I'll be putting a post up about it on Facebook, but that is where they can find me. And if anyone has any questions, like I am generally here to serve, like I'm generally here now at such a good place of really helping people live these fulfilled, meaningful lives that I know that they were born to live. And my mission here is really to ignite the spark back within people, get them to love themselves, get them to connect back to themselves, because I know in that connection, that love to themselves, their external reality will completely transform, completely. Yeah, I, phew, that is extremely powerful. And, and I can tell by, obviously, why I wanted to chat to you on the podcast that you are authentic and that you are out there to try and help people and make them live the happiest life that they possibly can. So I will have links in the show notes um, to the Facebook page um, where you can obviously go on and check out everything I was mentioning. And then if you do have questions or so forth, Fee will be more happy than to, uh, you know, get on there and answer those. So Fee, thank you so much for your time today. Um, Um, It's been an absolute pleasure catching up and not only that, learning from your words of wisdom and everything you've shared with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, these topics I could talk to for hours, talk about for hours because they just fill me up. So it's been an absolute pleasure and I hope that at least someone's been able to get some sort of insight or learnings from this. Perfect. Thanks, buddy. Stop, don't go anywhere. If you love today's episode, then you'll love to stay up to date with everything we are producing. If you are part of the Apple family and have an iPhone or an iPad, simply go to Energetic Education on iTunes and you'll be able to download our new app for free. This app has all of our videos we've created, our blogs, and every episode of the podcast where you will never miss another episode. So go and download today and start enjoying this free app.